I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, October 17th, and we are glad to have you uh, today with us in the studio of WVFV, and this is the Winning Side broadcast. It's been a beautiful day today. You say, well, it's raining. I know I love the rain, and uh, I thank God for it. Hope you've enjoyed it. It's clearing up now, and it should be a nice day. I think a little more rain tonight, and then this week, hang on tight. It's going to get a little cold, uh, but we're going to have some sunshine, and it's going to feel like fall, and so praise God for that. Well, we are glad to have you with us. Those who are listening by way of radio, uh, we welcome you, those on the podcast, those on the radio app, and then those tuning in on Facebook and YouTube. We thank you for joining us today. Hope you're having a great day. We had a great day in church yesterday, and uh, I'm still rejoicing in the great day that we have. Yesterday morning, we had three that got baptized. Uh, We had two yesterday morning that joined the church. And then last night, we had three more that joined the church. And of course, last week, Teen Spectacular, all those uh, folks saved 16 that trusted Jesus Christ as Savior. To God be the glory. Just a great day. Also, yesterday morning, And I know I don't usually take time for prayer requests and praises and all that on the uh, broadcast, but yesterday morning in the early service, uh, we had in the service Cole Phelps, and we've been praying for Cole. Of course, he had that accident, was burned very badly, and uh, just a miracle what God has done, and please continue to pray for him. But it was just a great day yesterday, and then uh, last night I preached from Psalm 18, and uh, we took about the first four or five verses, but that verse three, I really uh, tried to focus in on where David said, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And I want to tell you, our God, He is worthy of our praise. And I hope you've taken some time today to praise Him and to thank Him for all that He has done. He is worthy. Happy birthday yesterday to Laura Duncan. Happy birthday to Deborah Jordan. And then yesterday, also happy birthday to Cindy Odom. Hope you had a wonderful day yesterday. Got to see all three of you ladies yesterday uh, at church. And then happy birthday today to Evan Green. A happy birthday today to one of our deacons, Michael Morris. Hope you have a great day. And then a happy birthday today to Felicia Snyder. I hope you folks have a wonderful day. Let's be in prayer for our church. Let's pray today for our school. Uh, Pray for all of our missionaries. Uh, We're excited about Missions Sunday coming up uh, two weeks from yesterday on October the 30th. And uh, looking forward to that. Let's be in prayer for those folks. Uh, Here's a song by the Webster family, Jesus stepped in. I'm glad Jesus stepped in. Hope you enjoy this song. And then after the song, we're going to get into our Bible study in Psalm 147.
Amen. I'm glad that Jesus stepped in and what a difference he made when he stepped in. Have you ever been in the middle of a, a project or in the middle of, of something you're working on and it's a mess and then somebody, somebody comes in and they take care of the mess, they take care of the problem, they fix it. You know, they know what they're doing. Now, I'm glad that Jesus knows what he's doing and when he steps in, he can take a mess and he can turn it into a miracle for sure. Well, let's look at Psalm 147. We've been in this Psalm for a few days, but because of the weekend, I just very quickly, I'd like to review it. This Psalm starts with and ends with praise ye the Lord. Uh, it is good to sing praises unto our God. It is pleasant and praise is comely. And we talked about what, how God builds up and gathers together the outcasts. He heals the broken in heart and he bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. What an amazing psalm this is. And I enjoyed talking about uh, the number of the stars and uh, our galaxy. How many stars are in our galaxy? Over 100 billion stars in our galaxy. And then the fact that there are uh, billions of of galaxies. And God knows every star. He knows how many stars. He knows the name of every star. He created them. Uh, we were talking last night in uh, children's choir. And uh, let me see if I got my notes here so I don't uh, misquote it. We we're talking to children's choir. Forgive my mess. Those of you on Facebook, I got pages, all kinds of pages in here. I got bulletins and cue cards and sermon notes and prayer pages and Sunday school bullets and all that good stuff. But this is what I was looking for. Children's Choir, last night, um, I had the opportunity, my wife and I, for about the first 15 minutes, we get to speak to the children, ages three and a half through the sixth grade. And um, we we're talking about a, a star. It is the Antares, I think I'm saying that right, the Antares star. And it is 
700 times bigger than the sun. It is 10,000 times brighter than the sun. Sometimes people mistake this star and Terry's for the planet Mars because they both have a little bit of a reddish color to them. But here's the amazing thing. Uh, I showed last night on the screen to the children, I showed uh, the, the models of Antares, the star, compared to the sun. And uh, Antares would look like a, a baseball, and the sun looked like a little speck compared to it. It's just unbelievable, the difference. And then you take the model of the sun and compare that to the earth, and the sun is so much bigger than the earth. It's just amazing. Just This is one star we're talking about. And yet God knows how many stars there are. He's named every star. Um, he created them. It just, it's just amazing. Just uh, how could you look at this universe, the size and the scope and the magnitude of this universe, and, and think that this is all the result of an accident? I just, I can't fathom that. Uh, that takes uh, many times more, much more faith than it does to just believe Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And uh, we've seen in this psalm, we've seen the power of God in creation. Verse 5, great is our Lord. Uh, verse number 6, he lifteth up the meek. And uh, verse 7, we're to sing. And, and, and how good God is. He, he feeds the beasts uh, of the field and the young ravens. And verse number 10, this is where I want to pick up. We left off here uh, last week, verse number 10. It says, he delighteth not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. Well, verse number 10 is, is referring to the strength of the animal. Uh, the Bible says some trust in horses and some in chariots, but we re will remember the name of the Lord our God. So this psalm reminds us that God's not worried about the strength of the horses. An army may be coming against Israel or may have come against Israel and they had uh, hundreds and thousands of horses and that was a sign of power. Much like today, it'd be a sign of power if an enemy came with tanks and an enemy came with helicopters and the enemy came with fighter jets and an enemy came with, 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 with hundreds of thousands of soldiers and you'd say, oh no, what are we going to do? Well, for you and for me, that would be overwhelming. But for God, that doesn't matter to God. God's, God has the power. He spoke the worlds into existence. Uh, the, he's coming back. Jesus is coming back in Revelation 19. And with the word of his mouth, he will defeat the armies of the world that have gathered themselves together in the valley of Megiddo at the battle of Armageddon. So, so God's not concerned with the strength of the horse. He doesn't need that. But God also is not concerned with the strength of man. Uh, man is as dust in God's sight. Man, man, we are so weak. We are so frail. And, and the legs of a man, those would be the greatest muscles. If you've ever talked to somebody in weightlifting and all that, you can lift a whole lot more with your legs than you can with your arms. That's where your strength is. But God's not worried about that. That's not what God needs. He doesn't need your strength or my strength. He doesn't need our abilities. Verse 11, the Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. You know what pleases God? You know what God is looking for? He's looking for people that will fear him, people that will reverence him and respect him, and people that will stand in awe 
at the power and the majesty of God. He's looking for those that fear him and those that hope in his mercy. That word mercy is another word for loving kindness. You know, our hope and our confidence is not in the mercy of man. Our hope and our confidence is in the mercy and the loving kindness of our God. Notice verse number 12, praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. If anybody should be praising the Lord, it should be God's people. You know, in Roanoke Rapids, the people that should be praising God today are the Christians, the people that know God, the people that have been saved, the people that have been blessed, the people that are, are God's children, the people that, that know Him and, and have experienced His mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. Verse 13, for he hath strengthened the bars of thy gates. He hath blessed thy children within thee. It is God that protects the city. It is God that fortifies the city. The Bible says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is God that protects his people. It is God who blesses his children. Verse number 14 the Bible shows us that God not only brings peace inside the fortified city, but also God brings peace to the borders. I want to remind you, only God can bring peace. Only God can deliver. Only God can protect. Uh, man uh, will let you down. People will disappoint you. But I'm glad that God can bring peace. The Bible says in verse number 14, He maketh peace in thy borders, and He filleth thee, with the finest of the wheat. That word finest there, it's an interesting word. It, it has the idea that God gives his people the best. Uh, remember the story, remember the story of Jesus turning the water into wine? The, the people there at that wedding, they had already had that beverage there and they had already had that. Well, when Jesus performed that miracle, they came back and said, wait a second, what have you done? Normally, the best is offered first, and then what's not so good is given at the end. But here, you have given what is best. You've saved the best for last. And I want to tell you this, God not only provides uh, what is best for His children, uh, but the longer you serve Him, the better it gets. Uh, the, the more you know Christ, the more you realize how great He is. And I'm glad that God for His children, He provides that which is best, the finest of the wheat, verse number 14. And then verse number 15, the Bible says, He sendeth forth His commandment upon earth, His word runneth very swiftly. I think we'll stop here and we'll pick up with verse number 15 tomorrow, but I'll say this. God's Word needs to get out. Uh, God's Word does not need to stay uh, on your desk or on your dresser or in your heart. God's Word needs to get out to a world that needs the gospel. I hope that you'll have a great day today. I hope you'll share God's Word with somebody. I hope you'll be a blessing to somebody today. And I hope you rejoice in what God has done in your life. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina.
If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.